Get mug the Black Up Lives BPM. We host our stallion. Today I got a great guest, Mr. CJ Lloyd Webley. Yes, my brother. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're all good. We're all good. How's it going, man? How's it going? All good. It's been a it's been a bit of a long day. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of had a great weekend, just chilling, relaxing bit of a walk in the park did a bit of cycling and then Monday hit and my emails just I don't know what happened but it was like everybody was just waiting for me to wake up in the morning <laughs> let, let me ask you this how did you have a good weekend when we're in the middle of a pandemic we ain't even allowed to do nothing naturally is I bought a couple of cheat near, near my um, wife we said you know what can't just keep sitting in the house watching Netflix so I bought a couple of cheap bikes on eBay Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we just we just went cycling around the park and just, yeah, just, it was quite, just a little bit of a change. Um, and that, I guess because it was a little bit of a change, it just made it feel a bit different. And yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's been all right. It's been all right. It was a nice weekend, to be fair. Mm. Well, I hope you save some energy for the interview, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, got, I got energy to talk about this stuff. All right, you're safe, man. So um, you're the leader the founder of the Black Pound Project. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you tell me what that is? For, or tell, I know what it is, but tell me, you know, tell the people what that is. Yeah, so the Black Pounds Project was, was born out of frustration that I felt the Black community had been marginalised and pushed to the side and not kind of been able to access the resources and the education that we need, particularly when it pertains to financial literacy and mm-hmm. business support. So... You know, I'm primarily a writer and a, and a theatre director, so all of the work that I do in my, you know, day-to-day life, what I've been doing since I was a child, really, has just been about trying to tell stories and and, and paint pictures. Um, but even in, in my industry, you know, representation is, is quite poor um, for people of colour. So, you know, just transferring that to the, to the business sector, it's still that same frustration that I feel... Um, you know, we we have talent, we have the drive, we have the ambition, but I feel like there's this at certain times we've been denied access to certain information and, and resources to to allow us to grow. So this project was was born out of that frustration, which is parallel to the to the to the theatre community and my art artistry. Um, but really, the what the project does is we we have a a mentorship program which actually teaches business owners from a foundational level to an intermediate level to an advanced level of how to not only manage finance but how to access it as well and also different types of business support whether it's you know trying to become legally and regulatory compliant uh, you know across government um, uh, across the government kind of uh, expectations and also just how to scale your business as well Um, one thing I've learned during this process is that you know, a lot of us think we're operating small businesses, but the way the government sees it is a small business is actually someone who's turning over 500k plus, mm-hmm. you know, so that doesn't, you know, so when when all these government grants and everything are coming out saying, you know, we've got grants, grants for small businesses, and not actually <laughs> talking about our kind of businesses, you know, yeah. on, on a micro business level. So, so yeah, the project was kind of born out of that understanding that, we, you know, there's a lot of work to do. 
And um, if we really want to get to that small business level and then medium business, we, we've got to really access the information. And um, so the project is literally a hub where all the amazing people um, like Nigel, you know, um, yeah, yeah. To, to really add that value and, and, and just really provide that information, which we feel has been, you know, kind of uh, pushed to the side. So we're, we're, we're creating that hub and that network of, of people who have the expertise. Yeah, and you come to the right place. And that's why pretty much the reason why I started Black Uplift because I was like, we need a platform where we can get all people like you as creative that's a it. chance. Once Black Uplift, Black Uplift grows to its size that you will eventually grow to, mm. I want to be able to offer people like you a chance to put yourself out there, you know what I mean? And show everybody what you got. Because I feel mm. like there's a lot of big YouTubers and like media outlets who don't really help other people you know what I mean I don't know if you've noticed that if you used to write something to some of your favorite YouTubers and say yo can kind of come on your show maybe help me out yeah. they won't even answer your like message they won't answer your email or anything just like yo you know me and you are trying to make this happen you know we try to bring the people up in yeah. our community finally yeah but th there's a lot of haters so I was like you know I'm gonna start the same thing and I'm gonna I'm gonna get everyone who I know who's on the cusp Mm. I guess you're not under, you're kind of higher actually, but like get everyone I know who's on the cusp and start trying to push everything up, you know what I mean? And, and make yeah, it happen. Well, that's... I mean, even when, even when you say that though, it's, it's, even though I've got, even though I've got a network, you know, you can always, there's always um, value that you can get from being in, in other spaces and on other that's networks. Right. Nothing, you know, I, I see it as adding value both ways, you know, so yeah. I promote this podcast to, to my networks then that gives mm -hmm. you more exposure and vice yeah. versa so it's that collaboration approach isn't it sure sure mm. sure so anyway i was thinking about the um, black pound project and i don't know about i don't know if you know this but like obviously when black people spend their money mm. we spend it we like we'll get money and then we'll quickly spend it out of our community mm. what i mean by that is basically i won't go to a like a jamaica obviously i'm jamaican i guess are you jamaican too yeah, 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 Caribbean. Yeah, so we're from Caribbean. Um, we won't go to Caribbean. Shops. We'll probably go to like local, obviously, be amazing in England, like Asda or Tesco's or somewhere mm -hmm. like this, and give our money straight to these guys. Mm -hmm. When realistically, we want to set up our own Asda and Tesco's, you know, you know, Blasco's and and <laughs> and Blasda. You know what I mean? The black version. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and keep the money in the community because mm -hmm. that's something that I think that's one of the economics. I think yeah. that's one thing that we're missing is economics. Yeah. Economics, then political yeah. um, leaders. That's what we need. The two things we need to get a hold of quickly. So yeah. I guess with, with um, this project, Black um, Pound project, mm -hmm. that's a way of getting businesses together, especially, I don't know, I think it's mainly for Black businesses mm -hmm. mainly, not mm -hmm. excluding everybody else, but you know what I mean? Like, same Black companies. Oh, I, have, I have Americans and um, Europeans on my podcast too, but I'm like, you know, if I can't, Gonna try and you know what I mean elevate yeah. my, my family, you know what I mean, before yeah. anybody else, simply because we're the ones who need help. That's it, isn't it? It's not about exclusion, it's about saying there's things that other communities do well. Mm. And in order to, for us to learn, because obviously our experience is different, um, you know, we we want to kind of say, okay, well, that's what that community has done, they've done that well, they may be they know how to kind of market themselves to each other in a way mm. that's not not divisive you know you could have a you can go down soho road in birmingham and you got mm -hmm. all asian shops down that road yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. and they're all competing with each other mm -hmm. but it's, it's 
collaboratively they're working together in that company and I think that's something that we can definitely learn from but I think it's going to take a little bit of time before um we kind of develop that that ethos and that mentality so it will you know there's not it's not everybody that's going to want to go that approach some people are kind of stuck in their ways and they're kind of think I'm going to do this alone and that's that's fine that's the approach they want to take but I think there's as you mentioned there's strength in numbers and there's strength in um, connecting with the right people to be able to get your business to a place where it can become that kind of black Tesco as, as such or the, you know um, and yeah it's and and it's and it's got that scalability factor as well to be able to branch out and and go to different regions as well and and that's something that I you know I look forward to be able to to be a part of through this project mm-hmm. as well yeah okay oh actually remember um back in the day Hansworth used to be all Jamaican man all black I don't know yeah. if you remember that back in the day and then obviously there was something happened and it just kind of we just gave it away mm. gave like hands were so old we gave that away when I was young like I used to live there as well like mm. I just used to see you know, hands were carnival everything used to be <laughs> used to be vibing down and all of a sudden yeah. that was just change. even Lazales when you go down to as far as Lazales and and Mitchell's and these areas yeah. it's gone now mm. right so um so what's the pro look what's the process so i've got a business idea Mm -hmm. should i should i come to you then or what do i do or do i start my business idea then come to you no so essentially the project the the black pounds project is always evolving so the mentor the mentorship scheme that's for businesses that are already set up and trying to scale their business so you you see how i mentioned micro business small business medium enterprise large enterprise so if you're kind of at a small business level and you're trying to get, if you're at a micro business level and you're trying to get to a small business level, you would apply for the mentorship scheme because that's going to be the people that are actually operating medium and, and small, medium and large enterprises. They can feed that knowledge to you and help you to scale your business and help you to access the finance that you need and, and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If you're more at a startup level, and I'm, what I mean by that is you haven't really been trading for very long, um, or you're just testing the waters as such, then we have our startup program. It's all it's all on the website as well. Um, okay. for, you know, so if people want to have a look, just, just look through the website, all of it's on there. So you've got a startup course. Um, that's a five-day course, which is, is a digital course. You can do it on your own time, um, in, your own, in your own way. Um, and then if you want additional support outside of that, then we have the membership option, which is a yearly subscription or a monthly payment, I think it's $14.99. But for that $14.99, you get access to the whole Black Pounds network and all the resources that we have. Um, so that's 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 essentially the, the program. And then in addition to that, we have uh, people that do, we have our service providers. So if you didn't necessarily want to be a member, but you need someone to do a logo or you need someone to design a website for you or help you to get more traction and leads to your website. We have service providers who can do that also um, and as like an affiliate arrangement. So for everyone that's involved in the project, I've personally met and I've personally screened them. Um, so I can kind of, you know, bank on someone else doing that for me. I'm going to be the one that kind of makes sure I know these people firsthand. Yeah. And I know what they're about because, you know, it's it's easy for you know your reputation to be be scrutinized because of you know someone delivering a poor service so i've i've made sure that everyone involved in the pro in the project is, is people that 
I've got a relationship with um, in some way or another. And um, so far, we've, you know, they've delivered some great, great results. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you said that your membership costs fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Each month. Uh, it's monthly, but you can pay like yearly one-time payment. Yeah, one time. Yeah, and obviously that's, it'd be, I think it's £20 cheaper if you pay for the yearly subscription. Yeah. So I think it's 150 I think, for the yearly subscription of membership. Yeah. Um, okay. well, if people look on the website, all the, the benefits are on there. So um, you have, with that, you can get, each month you can get um, you can get support with your marketing, you can get support with your admin, you can get support with communications if you needed someone to do a blog, help you do a blog. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to look over your website, see you know how you can start getting some more traction and leads to your website. You, you're not, I mean, I'm, I'm confident in saying you will not find this kind of value for that price. Anyway. Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> a challenge. Yeah, and the, re- the reason it's cheap is because we want people to to understand um how to network and how to collaborate it's not just about it's not just about the money it's actually about you kind of tapping into the project and all the resources and saying you know what i've gained a lot of value here i really want other people in my community to to also have a a good understanding of their business model yeah you know one of the first steps we go through through the 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 membership is that you'll receive a, um, a phone call from an advisor and they'll literally go through a three-month action plan with you. So they will say to you, okay, here's a template. I want you to write down, you know, what you would like to achieve in this, uh, in, in within a three-month period. So it's tangible. So we know, okay, we can hold you to account because this is what you're saying you want to do. That goes on our system. Then we say, um, okay, um, so... You can either speak to your advisor and get them to kind of type it up for you, or you can have the template and you can, you know, create your own three month action plan. Once you've done the action plan, we want to sit you down with a business coach who can help you actually put tangible things in place to achieve those goals. Then once you've done that, um, you can either tap into the person who's got the expertise in marketing, get them to do, you know, some some images for you or whatever it is. But there's a whole team, there's a whole network of, of people that are that are literally here volunteering for the project because they care and they understand that there's certain things we've been denied access to. And yeah. my, my ambition is that we can teach people the skills and then they can go on and teach others as well. You know, mm. everybody doesn't need to have a membership. You know, you could literally just have one person in your immediate circle that's got the membership. They mm. learn how to do the skills and then they pass it back to, to their, their people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's enough out here for, for everyone. It's, uh, yeah. we've, we've obviously got a charge for that service because we need to sustain the project as well. Sure, sure, sure. And you should get paid for your work, man, your time. And that's what's the most important thing. You should never... When I, when I first um, started out as a musician, I was a musician, I was a producer and do music, writing songs. And when I started out, I was never charging, man. I was sitting for 10, 11, 12 hours in the studio working on different people's music. And I never charged. Mm. And like 20 years later, where I'm like exhausted, I'm disgruntled, I'm disenfranchised, I, I can't be bothered <laughs> with nothing anymore. Like... I look back and I think, how much money did I actually make from my music compared to what I could have made? Peanuts. You think there's some, I mean, I feel like there's something in that though. I feel like we almost feel bad for asking people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I don't know why, I don't know where that's come from. I don't know why we think that, but I think we're happy to, 
from me, just just from speaking to people that have approached us, it's it's almost like we're happy to for to get people to pay for a product. Mm. So say, say it's something like you know, say someone's creating some cakes or yeah, a bar of soap. Yeah, a bar of soap. We, we'll be saying yeah, yeah. This is how much my bar of soap costs. Mm. Whereas it's if it's a service and it's like okay, I can you know I can put together a like you say I can put together a track and mix a track for you or. I can give you some coaching or some mentorship. It's like we mm. don't know how to charge for those services. Yeah, but, yeah. but in the world, you know, and people on the project will tell you, people the, the going rate for for consultancy is like what sixty pound an hour, seventy pound an hour for consultancy. Yeah, so you know, it, it's it's that kind of knowledge and confidence that we're really trying to build um, through the project as well. Just getting people yeah. to value themselves. Yeah, I think that's something we can really learn from our. Um, opposites you know that it's not about obviously giving things for free all the time yeah. just show i think it's also important to let people know that's actually worth there's something going behind like even creating a beat i know people look at musicians as a victim as how themselves oh, it's just music man it's easy it takes like two minutes you haven't really done anything but there's a lot of work that goes into it man making it sound nice and then obviously comes the revisions where people are complaining okay that doesn't sound right and they're gonna bring it back to you it takes over two three hours to get it right mm. so yeah man um, yeah, yeah, man. Is your service just digital? Is just for like online startups, or can you use it offline too in the real world? So, do you mean in terms of if someone has a has a shop or or a yeah, store? for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at, at this stage, because it was very much born out of um during the COVID period, um, mm. everything is pretty much digital at this stage. However, yeah. once lockdown is lifted, um, we'll be looking to, to kind of go and visit places and, and get to know the, the people who are in shops and stores and, and, and you know, barbers or whoever it is, those uh, kind of sole trader professions and have conversations with them, let them know what, what we're doing and how we can, how we can help them. Um, yeah. You know, we're really, we're really here to just join the dots. I think, you know, you look on Facebook, there's so many directories on there and, that, and that's brilliant because you, it's raising awareness of the businesses. But let's make sure they're being supported at the same time. You know, mm. it's all good raising awareness. But, you know, I, c- I can probably say the majority of those businesses in the Facebook group, you know, let's say they were to scale really, really quickly and start getting 200, 300 customers a day. A lot of them would fold because the, the, the infrastructure is not there and they would yeah. be overwhelmed. Um, but I think we're so used to just staying in that that startup micro level phase that getting 200 customers a day, 300 customers, you know, a day, thousand every couple of days, it just sounds really, really out of reach. Yeah, it does. Far fetched. But that's how that's how these small businesses, you know, my, uh, medium sized businesses, that's how they're operating, you know, and and they're really. And they're just driving and it's and it's all marketing and it's all it's all generating leads to their to their sites. Um, and that's all it is, really, just just having the infrastructure and knowing how to scale and how to scale at the right pace. Um, but, yeah, definitely, definitely looking to 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 visit um, more locations and, and get to know the people. And, you know, I like I like networking. I like speaking to people and, and supporting people as well. Yeah, man, definitely definitely um is it open to internationals or just like uk citizens oh wow. that's actually a really good question there there's there's actually a guy that's supporting the project who's um 
who's from America. I've got two people who are supporting from America, actually. Mm. But it, I think the, the the branding would have to be slightly different. Because it would have to, <laughs> or they have to be like a black color project, or yeah, 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 and make a different strand of pro, of of the work to to make it um, work in a different different context. And um, I guess different different countries and regions have different needs as well. So we'd really have to have people in those spaces that understand, you know, how the system works in in those spaces. So at this stage, I think, yeah, we're looking to grow more regionally. You know, at the mm. moment. Most of our most of our um, customers are, are coming from the Midlands region, um, mm. but you know we do get a few from London, we get a few from Manchester, and we've had a couple from Bristol as well. So we're really kind of looking at at scaling to the different regions, you know, mm. eventually to the whole of the UK. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, just want to just want to be there, be present, and be visible, just like you that- do. I guess with the with, with the podcast as well. Yeah, and I think um, in England you have enough on your plate with just England. If you look at the the African American community, I call us African Americans because that's <laughs> yeah. what we are in it. All yeah. African Americans, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's um, a good portion in obviously in Birmingham, uh, London. Then you could even branch out if you want to to the Indians, the Indian the Pakistani community, if mm. you want to. That's I mean, they've it. already said they're quite set up though, man. But if you, if they were like maybe just someone who didn't have any idea, they could come along and you got manchester you got um bristol like you said so you've got a few places to, mm-hmm. to you know concentrate on for now so that's probably the best thing and if mm-hmm. you're um, looking to scale later then you can say okay now we're gonna go to like, for example i reside in germany at the moment okay for now nice. for now and it was like, you know let's do the black euro mm-hmm. <laughs> project yeah. and, then, and then you got then you've already got germany i can there's not that many black people in germany maybe about a million yeah, and they're all like situated in a few places, so I could probably hit them up really quickly. And then you got uh, Germany unlock. That's it. So yeah, man. Um, and then on the website, you can just literally have just a section that talks about you know what's going on, just a page that talks about what's going on in that region. You know who mm-hmm. who's being supported in that region, who are the members, and you know it's yeah. it's really it's really easy to kind of scale it. And but we just got to make sure we have got enough people that can add that value to the businesses so that they're not kind of just just joining a um a, a membership that they're not getting much from because because mm. we're like like i mentioned about scaling too fast you know you gotta make sure you can you can match the the demand and that's you know what we're really trying to do at the moment yeah yeah how does how does your team um go about when like someone's slacking do you have people call them up and say hey man i haven't heard <laughs> nothing from you because that's actually, a, you know, that's something yeah. that's important, I find, is, like, sometimes, you know, you start a business, you've got a business. I've tried to start a million mm. businesses, believe me. Mm. Uh, this is the one that's going to make it, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll make sure it does. I'll make sure you do. I'll hold you accountable <laughs> to that. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks. Um, so there's always, you know, the period where you're, like, excited, man. You've got, like, all this blood rush of your brains. You've got all these ideas. You write them all down. And then, you know, you start everything up. You build a website. You do all this stuff. And all of a sudden, like, two or three months later, you think, I don't have any people come to a website, man. Yeah. You know what? It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta keep on it. I mean, fortunately with Black Pants projects, I've got it's not like literally, and this is the maddest, the craziest thing. I have not met, I think I've only met one person in person from this really? whole project. Yeah, I've I haven't met anyone else actually, you know, um, other than my wife, I haven't met anyone 
um, that's actually involved in the project in person. I've, they've all just been over Zoom and Skype for the last year, pretty much. So it's um, it's crazy in that sense. But in terms of holding them to account, we have I've got a really good board. So there are members that were on the board when it first started to get it to a certain point, and then a few of them may have may have gone off and just want to be coaches now. And then we yeah. get new board members in that are really passionate. And then, so now I've got a really good board. We do uh, meetings once a month, but you also split them into teams. So you've got teams that are focusing on, um, so the board is consisting of se uh, seven people. So you've got mm -hmm. your team board meetings every month, and then you've got, you split them in half. So you've got board uh, uh, teams that are focusing on the day-to-day -day activity and delivery of Black Pants projects and you know looking at what the mentorship schemes like and how how people are getting on capturing that data and then you've got people who are focusing on the sustainability of the project so how are we managing the finances what's the best place for us to spend you know our income and, and so on and so forth and then we've got our actual day-to-day -day team which is obviously our social media managers our admin um department and then um our comms and and uh and finance as well so it, yeah it grew really quickly so fortunately I've just got really good people that that knew how to make it how to structure things so that there was actual team and focus okay yeah because that's another question I have is um I've actually got um Harriet Saunders she's one of your members yeah yeah she's yeah. coming on my show I can't remember when sometime in May I guess um because she does obviously the finance uh, financing yeah uh, I don't know how I came across you guys, actually. I think I found you on Instagram. I was like, yo, yeah. this guy looks good. But I think, I don't know if you, you know Sam Day, in it. Sam, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I found yeah. you Sam Day, because you also know, you know, Nigel's actually my brother, isn't he? You know, yeah, like, so, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I heard about you because I thought, that's why I was getting confused because I was going on to Nigel's uh, podcast or, or yeah. the Love Sales one. And I was like, okay, yeah. got that one booked. And then, I didn't realize you had a, had your own podcast as well. So I was like, oh, there's two of them going on. Cool. Yeah, we're twins. We're twins. Nah, it's um, all <laughs> uh, he was actually meant to come on tonight. I don't know what happened. I said, yo, I think it was because we changed it spontaneous to Monday and he doesn't yeah. really like that stuff. So, <laughs> so I just ignore my message. <laughs> so that's anyway, all. I got um so the question was is how complicated is it to get financing? Mm. Like I got Harriet Saunders coming on. She's gonna talk to me hopefully about that somewhat. But like obviously being our colour, mm. you know, if we go to a bank, we don't like to dress like, you know, in a suit and tie. <laughs> so as soon as they us, we're being judged. And then we yeah. don't speak the received English, you know? Mm. So they're like, okay, this guy's coming in with his dialect, mm. <laughs> his, his rags. Mm. Well, so. it, it, for me, it, I mean, I'm not like by no means am I a financial advisor or anyone that can mm. really say how to get finance as such that's kind of the people in the project that can that have more expertise in that area but what I would say is I think a lot of the time we don't actually clarify in our own minds why we need the finance and okay. it's not just in our minds but it's also have we documented what we need the finance for and that's one thing we we really stress with the project it's okay, if you want finance, do you know what type of finance is more is most suitable? Because a lot of people look at grant funding because they say, okay, that's the government's free money. But in order to access that, you have to be showing 
usually you have to you know um show that you've you've been generating income for a, a period of time and you have to show your turnover and all these sorts of things so a lot of the time the best thing to do instead of trying to access finance in order to to grow your business it's you're better off working on the bit on those marketing strategies those sales funnels to make sure that you're actually um comfortable in generating income or you've got a plan in how you're going to generate that income because that's what they're going to be asking for a lot of the time how are you going to generate that income what proof do you have that you can generate income that's going to match so if we're doing match funding how can you show that you're mapped you can match the funding what proof do you have so i think a lot of the time we we struggle when we're trying to access finance because we're not actually confident in approaching it because remember it's not it's it's kind of we have to think in reverse they're not that these funders and these lenders they're not looking for people that are kind of saying can i have some money they're looking for people that are actually saying i can actually do this anyway but if you want to be a part of this yeah, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> Make them. there's an opportunity for you to invest in what i'm doing there's an opportunity for you to loan me some money that will allow me to take my business from here to here in a quicker rate than i would do anyway and that yeah. that's that's where we we sometimes get a bit twisted we think my business is struggling a little bit man let me let me just try and access a loan and see what i can do or access some grant funding but it's not really how it works and i think you know the sooner we we realize that the the sooner we'll start focusing on actually those marketing strategies those sales funnels and 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 getting our products to a point where we're actually like assured in our in our product and we're we're confident like uh, a lady called Cleo who I who actually she's on our mentorship program and I did a podcast with her yesterday um she you know first thing I asked her was you know tell me tell me a little bit about your your business and what you do and she was like I'm I'm Cleo and I make the most ve- amazing vegan brownies and because she's assured she's she's actually tested and tried her product over and over again received feedback on it over and over again to the point she knows if I give this brownie to someone, there's a very, very, very high possibility that they're going to like it. And then there's an even higher possibility that they're going to buy it again because mm-hmm. she's not only selling the, the brownies in her region, but she's also understood that she's understood how to actually get her brownies being sold in every region as well. So okay. she's, 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 she's focused and she's, um, she's learned the craft. You know, she's been through the mentorship scheme process as well to continually develop that that knowledge but she is self-sustaining her business so if she was going to access finance it'd be a lot easier for her to, to have those conversations because to, to them she could say well my brownies are amazing people like my brownies um I really want to be able to maybe have a premises where I can you know cook my brownies from so I can scale my business and hire employees and so on and so forth um would you like to be a part of that would you like to invest in that so it's it's yeah we've got to, to kind of stop thinking about it please sir can I have some more but more <laughs> I should have that I should be entitled to that because I've actually done the work and I've proven yeah. that my product or service is, is valuable and that people want it so I think that's that's the best response I guess I could give on on that sort of thing all right man sounds good um okay I want to do before I find out a little bit about your theatre stuff, because I want to find mm. out a bit more about you, I want to do a quick, I want to do a quick, a crash course <laughs> on starting a business from beginning to 
turnover. So my idea, mm. of course, being Jamaican, Jamaican mm. food shop, Jamaican food shop. Mm. Where do I start? I've got my, I got, I got an idea what food I want to make. Dumplings mm. with fish, salt fish. What would you say? What would I do? I'll, I'll come to you now. Said, yeah, I got, I got this idea. I want a Jamaican food shop with dumpling salt fish. It's going to be premium dumpling. It's going to be vegan dumpling salt fish. Not even possible, but you know what I mean. Well, I would. I wouldn't necessarily know how to do that. That's that's the beauty about the project. I don't necessarily have to have the answers, but I know that people in the project have those answers. But okay. So what the thing I would say is is apply to the projects. That's all I could really say on that. You know, apply to the project. They will give you the answers. They will give you the answers you need from the ground up. All I can say is apply to the projects. That's that's what I would do. So you heard it here first, man. Look, that's the back <laughs> horse. Yo, that's that's the what back you do. Horse. That's it. That's <laughs> you it. Got an idea? Come to Mr. Webley. <laughs> and then you're good. good that's it. I mean, I could, I could give a response. I could give my perspective on on how I think it how I think you would do that but I think a lot of the time we operate on speculation but what mm. it'd be better to actually just go to the project and we can you know look at who's done this and then say okay that's how they've done it and that's how they've got to this level um that's that's what I'd be looking I'd look at, be looking for the blueprint and I think you know and I know the project has the blueprint for that sort of thing where you need to start sure you know and 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 what you need to focus on first you know you need to get your product tested um, you know, make sure you've got your health and health and uh, safety qualifications, and you know, you've got your food and hygiene and all of that. You want to get all that sorted. You want to see what location would be good for for your business to be set up in. You know, what are the overheads you're going to have to take out? You're going to have to invest some money into into the into that premises because you know. Yeah, you, you those are the things you'd, you'd want to consider. But I know that, like I say, through the projects it would be less speculation and just more this is the process you want to go through and so that's what i'll be looking to do yeah i think i think i'm going to stick with a hot dog stand man <laughs> just, just go into the city and get your hot dogs man that's probably, you know, it's probably good for it's probably a good thing because i don't you don't see any of that over here so yeah it's, you know. it's quick it's low startup costs that's it and and trust me you can sell hot dogs man anything like burgers uh, fries or yeah. chips, hot dogs. You want a winner? Yeah, I can guarantee you. Black up lips, stamp. <laughs> you will make money if you do that. I promise you. I promise you. I want twenty percent of the profit. <laughs> I always tell everyone whenever I give them an idea, I want twenty percent of the profit. Okay, so you was in theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you do? Was you like on stage and stuff? Me? No, that's what I do. That's that's my main job. Black Pants Project is. Is on it is is literally something I set up as a result of my frustrations working in the theatre. So that's so I I am a writer, theatre director. I've got a play on in May, twenty seventh to the 29th of May, on at the Birmingham Rep Theatre. Um, I run a theatre company there called Lightpost. Uh, co-direct uh, that company with a guy called Mattis Andre, amazing amazing uh, movement director and actor and director yeah so he's he's amazing and yeah we we kind of work together I mainly write um mm. and he he he's acting in this play and also doing a lot of the movement directing and and so on and so forth so 
yeah, my, my background is that um, I was part of the National Youth Theatre, Youth Music Theatre um, when I was younger. Um, very much kind of had a lot of energy as a child. So just channeled, you know, my parents kind of just channeled me into something, whether it was sports or or drama or whatever. I kind of just, just, just stuck with that. And, um, you know, very much when I was in school, I, I noticed that I was always quite good at English. I didn't have to try as hard with that subject as I did the other subjects. So um, I just kind of, yeah, rolled with that. Um, ended up going to uh, University of Warwick to study theatre and performance. Um, and then whilst I was there, I, you know, I was it was more acting at that time. You know, I was really into acting. And when I got to uni, I just realised that a lot of the stories that were being told just weren't really for for people of colour they were just that's how I felt anyway you know you know I'm auditioning for stuff but I just didn't feel the stories I just couldn't really relate to it so I started writing my own plays because one I wanted to be in them um but then I recognized that there were other people you know who looked like me and even from other minority communities that that really wanted to have an opportunity to perform in in different types of stories so I started to to write and provided opportunities that way. And then my first play was um, produced off West End in London. And uh, that was in King's Cross. And um, yeah, that received four and five star reviews. It was a play called Shadow of Shadows about three uh, black men from all different um, cultural experiences. Um, but they were all in the same prison cell in Winston Green um, in Birmingham. And um, that was a story where, you know, you're really thinking about what does it mean to be black? You know, is it the color of your skin or is it literally your identity or what you what you resonate with? And then from then, I just, you know, just continued to write and, and have work produced. And, and um, yeah, that's that's where I am now. I'm still still writing. I'm still trying to move my career forward uh, as a writer and an artist. So you know, Black Pants Project is something I'm passionate about, but it's never going to get in the way of, of you know, my uh, my artistry as such. Yeah. How, um, creative writing, mm. how hard is that? Like, and what does it entail? Like, how do you... Creative mean, writing. It's just like you write one sentence and you're like, okay, the house, and then you just get creative with the house or... Whatever, I believe... You know, part of what I'm developing at the moment is a course to actually, um, I believe any, everyone has a story to tell. Yeah. No. But I just think sometimes they don't know the formula to and how to tell it. So a lot of it is is very much just pouring words onto a page. I think because of the education system and the way it's set up and, you know, you think about right and wrong answers, you know, there is no right, there is no right or wrong in in creative writing because it's what you it's what you feel and it's what you think. There are stories obviously that are going to resonate with people more than others, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. So I think when we get to a point where we're actually just confident to put whatever we want to put down on a page, you know, that's the starting point. And then we can start to think, okay, what is the story here? What are we trying to say? The, fir the first thing, you know, I tend to do is, is think about a location, you know, where could this story take place? And then why, why is this character there? You know, is this character me? If this character is me, why am I there? And if you start a story like that, then you can really start to delve in deep, you know, about what, what's going to happen. 
you know. Mm. But it's it's the formula. It's just knowing where to start, and 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 thinking about what you're trying to say. But I think you know, I went into schools to to work with a lot of young people because a lot of them are struggling with their English. You know, when mm. creative writing, because of that reason of of feeling like it's wrong or, you know, um, like it's not good enough and. Mm. I believe everyone has a story and and your lived experience is going to be different to to, to anyone else's because you're the only version of yourself so you have a story and that's that's what i'm all about that's true i'm going to send you something after and um, we did a mm. project it's called the hidden agenda mm. you probably came across it but that was like it was only a mini series but it was written out and, and i'm going to send it to you and you can have a look yeah the last um, thing i want to touch on is uh the change for black people in film. I don't know if you heard this discussion with um obviously there was this film that came out recently called the no, I don't know the name, The Black Messiah. Judas mm. the Black Messiah. Have yeah. you watched it with um no, I haven't even watched it yet, you know. You haven't watched it? You should no, watch I it. Yet. Daniel, I need to watch it. Daniel Kalu. I did say his name, Kaluya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, there was a, a bit of a debate because obviously the British actors are getting the, the, the good roles, you know, in America and the Americans are like, the American black people, you know, I'm like, whoa, black man, yo, be happy that a black person got the rock. But, you know, American people, they kind of like, sometimes they hate a bit because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're patriotic or whatever. They think they should, only their people should play stuff. Um, do you have anything to say about that, man? Because I think there's actually a good future for British actors, especially, and even writers and producers, man. I think now is the best time. We've got to really utilize this time Mm. and constructively and wisely because I think now is the time where we'll get a lot of chances because, you know, there's a lot of white guilt, you know. Mm. (laughs) We're going to help them, man, because, you know, we've been messing around a long time. So Mm. I think the only... Carry on, carry on. on. I think think the only problem is is we've got to get rid of this infighting that we have, this black and black hate that seems to exist. And I don't even know why. And that's, you know, one thing that I'm going to try and concentrate on as well. So what do you think? no, I think you've hit the if you've hit the nail on the head, really, it's it's we need to get past kind of you know being just hating, really. It's hating mm-hmm. at the beginning. We need to stop hating on other people's accomplishments. You know, it's it's up to the director to say who they want in the in the in the film. And you know, if if he's delivering the role, and you like you say, I need to watch the film, but I'm sure I've heard like rave reviews about how well he's done. And, you know, so if he's the right person for the role and, and uh, you know, people kind of just need to need to accept that and just work, you know, keep working. I think it's different if we're saying that black people aren't getting opportunities across the board to to do, you know, roles like that. But I don't think it really matters whether they're American or whether they're British. You know, I yeah. think if they can do it, I think that's the main thing, representation. And it's nice. To, it's nice to see. So. I think yeah, it's just just a bit silly, really, and I think we need to be a bit more forward thinking on that. Definitely, Definitely man. Definitely. All right, man. Uh, I'm gonna let you go, man, because um, you got anything to say in closing? Actually, wait. Let me roll. Let me roll the beat because there's um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for joining me, and um, you've got the floor to promote your business. <laughs> Your idea, your music works. I mean, your creative works. Uh, mm. Your your artistry, screenwriting, any plays you got coming up. Let me hit me, man. Hit me and the followers. Yeah. So if you follow me at CJ Lloyd Webley on Instagram, you can keep up to date with all the stuff that I'm doing in the in the arts theatre industry. Uh, if you follow at Black at Black Pounds Project on 
no at black pounds org <laughs> on instagram and twitter you can keep up to date with all the stuff that's going on with the black pounds project and yeah if you if you go to my website cjloydwebley.com you can see all the stuff that i've worked on previously and uh, get in touch there as well and the black pounds project website is blackpoundsproject.org www.blackpoundsproject.org so get involved either way i'm happy to have a conversation and see where you're at and support you in any way i can yeah man sounds good and the future's bright man like i said i know um another guy he started like igloo music which is mm. basically i don't know if you know um simon johnson no 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 he started like a music hub hub kind of like what you're doing but for musicians so all musicians can come together and meet and get like other musicians to help them on projects and stuff so that's another good guy you should probably talk to if you get the chance he could use your help mm. and yeah I love your idea, man. I love your project. And we're going to stay in touch. I'm going to get you back on, man, when, when we were both like... Yeah. I like, look forward to seeing you grow, your your uh, podcast grow as well. I think it's great what you're doing and giving people a platform to to share their stories. I think it's it's important. Definitely, man. Definitely. As you can see the colours as well, man. Look at the colours. Yeah. Love <laughs> it. Brilliant. All right, man. Yeah, we'll catch up. I'm going to send you this stuff anyway over um, and you can have a look and we'll be in touch anyway. We'll keep in touch and I want to get you back on in the near or far future. Uh, brilliant. Great. Right, man. Take care. Yeah, man. Good night, man. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace.